Yeah, welcome to the Richard Hewlett Podcast. Come on, let's get serious. Hello and welcome to Insights with Richard and John. I'm Richard and I'm joined today with John, our transformational mindset coach from Portland, Oregon. This is part of a three-part series on gratitude. Today's part three. Part one, we talked about what is gratitude. Part two, specific practice, practices of gratitude. And today on part three, we're going to be getting into the neuroscience behind gratitude. So, John, I wanted to start with asking you, what do you think, why, why do you think it's important to know about the neuroscience behind gratitude? I think it's important because people need to know that it's got physical ramifications that change the way your brain works. It's not just happy thoughts or daydreams. It is a changing of the brain, the physical brain, to become a more effective individual. Nice, nice. And what about you know, the neuroscience behind this. I mean, we can create permanent change, right? Can you, what do you think about that? Actually actually shifting the person out and make permanent change. Absolutely, Richard. Uh, new habits are generally formed through practice in 26 days, the initial uh, structures in the brain. And then over a 90-day period, practice that's uh, completed faithfully will create new neural pathways that will rewire the brains, uh, the brain around injury. That includes emotional injury as well. Right. Tell me what you mean uh, by that, by emotional injury. All of us are hardwired to receive certain things from birth. Now, we all know that that's not always the case. There are things that occur with our, within our families, uh, within the generation of our families that impact the way that we are raised. And we have definitely some basic needs as young children for connectivity, attachment, security that may or may not go being met now sometimes when there's severe trauma that uh where there's severe neglect or abuse um, then uh there is some wiring of the brain that occurs early on that makes us hypersensitive usually to stress well gratitude can help to overcome that by uh rewiring of the neural circuitry in the brain yeah 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 Let's just get into that a little more. You know, you mentioned about stress, and um, I feel, you know, in my experience, a lot of people would find that, you know, doing gratitude practice helps reduce anxiety and depression. And a lot of, I find a lot of people, that's the reason that they, you know, that they might get into it a bit or, you know, they want to reduce that anxiety and depression. They find gratitude practices really help with that. So let's just touch on. You know, to do with the neuroscience of that, how how we're reducing 
anxiety, depression, or by managing the stress response? When we experience stress, uh, certain hormones are released into our body, the stress hormones. And when that uh, happens, there's a certain part of the brain that is triggered. It's called the amygdala. And the size of the amygdala changes based on stress. When we practice gratitude, we release other hormones into our system, specifically dopamine and serotonin. These neurotransmitters actually reduce depression uh, and the impacts of stress. They're the neurotransmitters that are responsible for happiness. Uh, you know, one of the myths is that that um, it's not happiness that brings us gratitude. I mean, sure, if we're happy, we could be grateful for something. But in this case, we're stressing that it's gratitude that brings us a rewiring to uh, the happy brain. Right, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Is that, like, is that kind of like it's feeding itself, like building new pathways and it's like, building a positive nature is it something that builds on itself as you continue over time yes again it goes back to how we develop habit there was a there was a book written uh, in the late 60s early 70s 21 days to a better habit well that wasn't based on science the guy was a, a cosmologist doctor of cosmology he really didn't have any science behind him but he wrote this book and everybody since then has perpetuated the myth that we can have new habits in 21 days. Well, the science now shows that in 26 days with practice, we start to form physical structures that create new neural pathways that are fully established should the practice continue in what they believe 91 days. So yes, it does build on itself. And of course, Richard, you know what happens when you encounter somebody when you're in a good mood. Mm. You express just that positive uh, sense of being. What happens to that person? Typically, regardless of their stances, they melt into your mood. You create a co a co presence. Uh, that allows them to experience the positive hormones, uh, not just vicariously, but they get released because of how you're being present to them. Yeah, yeah, it's powerful stuff. It is. Mm. Uh, that the gratitude, its ability to release toxic emotions uh, that come in by mitigating or reducing the stress hormones, <clears throat> it... Uh, can reduce physical pain by uh, regulating the level of dopamine. It improves your sleep quality and activates by activating the hypothalamus, uh, the part of the brain that's responsible for uh, regulating sleep. <clears throat> it also aids in stress regulation by the reduction of that stress hormone, cortisol, which gets a little bit of bad press and I don't want to go into depth now, but a certain amount of cortisol is necessary for us to function, but an, yeah. an abundance of that cortisol can actually perpetuate uh, pathologies of disease and uh, psychological impairment. 
mm. which comes through in anxiety and depression. And that's where gratitude counters that. Uh, it uh, manages the uh, autonomic uh, nervous system functions uh, by giving us a, an opportunity <clears throat> for the pause uh, where we can reflect on the sources of anxiety and stress and reframe them into another way of uh, viewing the world. Excellent. Well, yeah, I think that means me the importance of this part three is just that for people to really know that there is science behind this. Um, you know, there's proven things where gratitude, you know, these practice practice does influence, you know, your brain chemistry and those neural pathways. And um, I think that's really important. So people know it's, you know, it, it works. Is there anything else you would like to add on that note? Well, I just want to reiterate something that we said in uh, part two, that a practice need not be complicated. It's something that can be easily done either mentally, verbally, or in writing. And gratitude doesn't necessarily result, is not a consequence of your happiness. It's just a recognition of the gifts that have been given to you, no matter how small. And that that little practice of daily recognizing those gifts will change your brain, will mm -hmm. contribute to uh, brain surgery, if you will, and overcome those gaps in your life that have caused, that are showing up in your present day existence. Wonderful. Very well said. Well, thank you, John. And we're going to bring that to a conclusion now. And thank you very much for doing the part, these three part series on gratitude. Thank you, Richard. And uh, watch out for some more interesting conversations with Richard and John. Thank you. That brings us to the end. I want to thank everyone for watching or listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Or check out my website, www.hewlich.life. Please join me for my next episode.